I'm only going to stay up here for a few seconds, and then I'm going to come on down. And I wanted to tell something that happened to me 29 years ago. 29 years ago, we used to have prayer around 6 to 7 o'clock in the morning. And I was one of the daring ones that would come out. And it was a handful of people. I see people nodding that would come out. And one day I was here by myself. And at 23 years old, I was walking in the dark. And I was talking to the Lord. Nobody was around. And I was praying. So let me, let me show you how it looked. I had to tell the story. So I was all serious. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You're so good. <laughs> You're so good. And I happened to have got a little glance. I said, is there anybody here? Oh, you're so good. And then I heard myself say, get up on the stage. And, and I looked around. And I peeked. And I looked. And I said, I'm going to get up on the stage. I said, I hope Pastor Sam doesn't see me. Because he's going to be like. So I got up on the stage. And I had a pencil in my hand. And I was looking out. And at this time, we had that long little thing out there. You remember that? It was like you could get down and walk on out into the audience, right? So I looked around again, and I, I got down on it. And I started going. And I started acting like Pastor Sam with a little more energy. And then I came over to this side, and I was like, And I got down because I thought I heard a noise. And I said, oh, I better get down. What I recognized 29 years ago is that Lord, the Lord was ordering my steps. As a drug addict that just walked in the door and gave my life to the Lord. Even though I didn't know much. I took one step forward and God had me acting out something that my mind had no understanding, but God knows everything. If God knows everything, then I don't have to worry about anything. How did I know? I'm looking at some of my childhood friends. They could, they all waving. They could tell stories. We just had a little conversation a minute ago and said, who would have ever thought 29 years later, us four fighting, drinking, smoking, come to Faith Christian Center to see the bully preach. <laughs> they could tell stories. But thank God they know how to walk in love. I've been around the world, not every place. And I will show the video, but right now I don't feel like showing that video right now. I feel like just talking for a few minutes and let God be God. 
I don't want to have to go by, okay, next, 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 and see you later. We walk out the door. I just want to take a little time. We go to the movies and sit up in the movies two, three hours. I'm not going to take that much time. Maybe about 40 minutes. But I'm so glad to be in the house because there's so many people in a road of decisions. It's a new year. Woo, it's a new year. It's a new year. It's a new year with new steps, leaving the old wineskins, the old ways, the old things behind you and stepping into newness. It's a new day. That means all the grudges of last year and the years before us, we just said, there it is. No one got time for that. Jesus Christ is coming. And he is looking for a healthy body. He's looking for people that know who they are in Christ Jesus. Because, see, the thing is, the world is looking for a superhero. Oh, come on now. I saw Wonder Woman twice. (laughs) I saw Justice League, Justice League, twice (laughs) in the same day. Everybody's looking for a hero, and God's people are the superheroes of today. We have everything that God has equipped us to take this nation, signs, wonders, miracles, and healings, come right out of here. And all we need to do is activate some faith. We already know faith comes by and what? And what? The word of God. So every time you start to hear faith, you start to get a little bit stronger. You start saying, hold this dear. I got to come out now. I got to be a little bit freer because every time I start hearing faith, 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 all of a sudden destiny starts calling your name. The more faith that you put in you, the more word of God that you put in you, the more powerful you are as a superhero. I'm ready and able. We have super women and we have super men. But the church doesn't know who they are. Because if you knew how much power you had, you would be acting different, looking different, going in a different direction, not following the crowd, but being a leader of the things that God has for our generation. This is a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. That means that you are special. You are set aside to go forth and show God's power, showing people the love of God. Not telling me you love me. I need you to show me that you love me. Talk is cheap. Action. See, Jesus didn't just talk about something. He showed us something. (laughs) 
He didn't just say, I love you. He said, I love you. And so because he has given us everything that we need, now we just need to take off the old. It's not embracing the new. Behold, I do a new thing. Shall you not know it? I am the one that will make a way in the wilderness for you. I am the one that will depart the sea for you. You have nothing to be afraid of. You are God's chosen, God's kids. And destiny is saying, where are you? Where are you? Now is not a time of hiding. Now is a time of revealing who Jesus is. My friends here from the back days will tell you there's a Jesus. (laughs) Right? Why? Because they saw where I came from. I was with them before I walked through the door. They'll say, that's right, she was a liar. That's right, she was a thief. That's right, she would beat you up in a minute. (laughs) Sorry, Sue. (laughs) I beat her up too, but thank you, Jesus. She walk in love. (laughs) She walking in love. See what I'm saying? (laughs) I prayed. I said, Lord, I hope they're laughing when I get up here. But this is what God is looking for. He's looking for the body of Christ to come together as one. I don't care if you're in the north, south, east, or west. He said, I'm looking for a healthy body to be able to be powerful than the things that we see on CNN. You have more power than you think. You have more faith than you know. You need to start opening your mouth and let's go. No more sitting down. I'm a missionary. I'm going. I'm not saying that you need to go. But I'm saying that you need to know who you are, what you're called to, and let's get it going. Let's get it moving. I'm not afraid. I'm not insignificant. I can do through Christ who strengthens me. Well, if he says that you can do it then why aren't you doing it? If he says that you can, why do you say you can't? Anything that he has called you to do is greater than you can possibly do it. He's not going to call you to do some easy thing. If he calls you to do something easy, you'd go, hey, I got that. But if he calls you to do something that is difficult, all you can say is if it had not been for the Lord... By my side, where would I be? So he says, I'm going to put stuff in you that's going to blow your mind. And then I'm going to give you the faith to say, I'm ready. And step on out of the boat. Why be a spectator in the last hour? Why sit and watch other people go and other people do? And you say, oh, I don't know. I just can't. You know my education. I have none. Eighth grade. But I have the Holy Spirit in me. <laughs> I, I have, this is my Bible. I like to call this the University of Jesus Christ. I like to say I have 29 years of the University of Jesus Christ. 
I stayed back 29 years eating and feeding and saying, taste and see, the Lord is good. So all we have to do is let's start backwards a little bit and recognize who we are. You're a superhero. I'm ready. What's the mission? What have you called me to do? What is your handprint? Everyone in this room has a different fingerprint and a different destiny. In the same print, the Lord's saying, get in your position. Get in your position. I look at the body of Christ like a puzzle. You open it, you see a beautiful picture. And then you open up the box. And then you tip the box over and you got a mess. But when everybody gets in their place, it's something, would you say? It's worth hanging. So I need the body of Christ to say, let's get in our place. Let's do what God called us to do because we know we have some power in us. Greater is he. Come on, greater is he that is in me. So you're destined for greatness. There's no doubt about it. Your steps have been ordered by God. The Bible says he goes before you and straightens out the crooked places. Those crooked things that's going on up here. He said, I straighten them out. Those rough places, he said, I'm going to smooth them out. Walk this way. And all you have to do is take a mustard seed of faith. You might just come in here and say, well, I don't got that faith. I haven't been going to church for 29 years. But a mustard seed is so small that if it was on the floor, you'd walk over it. So small, if it was between my fingers, you wouldn't see it. And he said, if you have that kind of faith, he said, you can move a mountain. He said, and whatever you say, it would obey you. You got that kind of faith. Amen. Amen. We all got that mustard seed. We all start somewhere with a measure. That means if we're running a marathon, we're all on the same line, going at a different pace, going the same way. So it doesn't matter how fast you're going, as long as you're going that way. So he said, take your mustard seed and say yes. Take what God has given you and then just say yes. I did not have much to say yes, and I just said it anyways. I had all the things coming against me, a lack of education, a drug addict, a liar, thief, all those things. Yeah, 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 you know them. But all those things battled me in my head. I said, God, here I am. What can you do with somebody like me now? And he said, a lot. (laughs) I needed a lot. Of work. <laughs> but he said, I can use you. I said, but Lord, look, I don't have this. I don't have that. I don't know this person. I don't know that person. You know what he said? I know everybody. <laughs> I, this is what I did. Huh. <laughs> All right now. <laughs> so let's start from the beginning of your authority. Let's turn to Genesis 1. It's easy. Just open your Bible, and there it is, one. Genesis 1. We'll read verse 1 to 3. 
have any water? Yes, right up there. Oh, nice. It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. I'm trying to look for my Bible. I thought you guys were going to have it up there, so I was just going to look up. Oh, good. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Next. We'll go to the three. The earth was out. Okay. The earth was without form and void. Darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the water. Three, please. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. This is the beginning of faith. This is the beginning of us trying to understand, like, how does this work? Do I need to get my mind all involved in it? No. Let's go to Genesis 1, 27 and 28. Let me park there for one second. So God created man in his own image, and in the image of God, he created him, male and female. He created them. Next. Then God blessed them. All right, you know what? Go to verse 26. Mm, yeah, go to 26 first. Let me read it straight. Then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over the earth, and over every creepy thing on the earth. He says, this is what I've done for you. I have created you in my likeness, in my image, to do exactly what you saw me do in Genesis 1, 1, and 3. He said, you have the same power to be able to look at something that is dark, something that is not right, something that makes no sense, and you have the authority authority to be able to speak with your mouth and change it in a second he said that's the authority that's the dominion that the believer has this is part of knowing who you are as a superhero how to speak the bible also says let's go to genesis chapter 2 verse 15 i think go to 16 please Sixteen, please. Sixteen. Okay. You, you, you got sixteen? Genesis sixteen? One sixteen? Uh, two sixteen, excuse me. Sorry. Hey, there's a lot of pressure up here. <laughs> you come up here. Two sixteen. That's fifteen. Two sixteen. And the Lord commanded the man, saying, Every tree of the garden you may eat freely. Go on to 17. But of the tree of life and knowledge of good and evil, you should not eat. For the day that you eat it, you should surely die. Go to 18. I thought it was 215, but I think it's 18. Okay. Hold on a second, everybody. This is an intermission. Feel free to look at your cell phone for one second. <laughs> Only one second when I come back. Okay. Okay, it's 19, 219. It says, And out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field, every fowl of the air, and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name of it. 
here we go. Whatever you've been calling it, that's what it's been. God has called you a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. He's called you and said that the door of opportunity is open. He's going to take you places. He's going to do things. But what are you calling it? Because part of faith is saying. And whenever you start saying something, it's going to come to pass. And if you decide to say something by the spirit of God, that's going to happen. But if you start to say something by the negativity of the enemy, that's going to happen too. What are you saying over you? Oh, you know, oh, girl, I'm sick and tired. Ooh. And what's happening? Your faith is working and you're sick and tired. But how about if you reverse those words and say, I might not feel the way I want to, but I got a confession. This is what I'm going to say. My body is healthy and whole and strong and vibrant. I got the energy to go where I need to go to do what I need to do. The devil cannot stop me. Then what do you think is going to happen for me? The devil's not going to be able to stop me. You can have what you say. Superheroes rise up today for your destiny is knocking. Let's go on to another scripture. Let's go to Mark 11, verse 12. This is a story about Jesus speaking to something that doesn't make no sense. Do we got it up there? Now on the next day, when they had come out from Bethany, he was hungry. Let's go to the next one. And seeing from afar a fig tree having leaves, he went to see if perhaps he would find something on it. Something on it. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves for the season for figs. For the season was not for the figs. The next one, please. In response, Jesus said to it. What's the it? Oh, that's not going to be a good picture. I was like. <laughs> the it. Does that make sense? Does that make sense talking to a tree? What kind of sense is that? Oh, well, there's no fruit on that. Well, you're never going to grow again. Jesus said, whatever you say, we'll obey. So he speaks to the fig tree. And he says, from this day forward, that's the next verse. From this day forward, you'll never bear fruit again. Verse 20, please. It says, now in the morning as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up at the roots. Next one, please. And Peter, remember, said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree was cursed, has withered away. Next one, please. So Jesus answered and said to him, have faith in God. Verse 23. For surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed, be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatsoever he says. Being a superhero, number one, is knowing who you are in Christ, knowing what you have in Christ, and knowing when to speak to the enemy. I need just a little bit of music. Kirk, can you just grab your guitar for me? 
I remember not knowing much of the word. I just shared this with my mother a few years back that I couldn't read. And I thought, God's going to use me. But how? Because now I'm illiterate. I'm ashamed. I feel inadequate. I said, God, how are you going to use me? And he said this to me. He said, you know what, Lorenda? He goes, I sent my word. He said, I sent my word and healed you. And he said, and when I sent my word to heal you, your destiny was in that word. And he said, if you will only say what I say, he says, I will turn you into something that's incredible. And he said, I have that for every one of my kids. Something incredible. But the thing is, we don't practice saying what he says. He said, I will teach you to read. I said, how are you going to teach me to read? He said, because the spirit of the living God, the Holy Spirit is a teacher. And he said, because you are a superhero, he said, I will give you every tool that you need to be able to fight the enemy and to be able to walk in destiny and walk in greatness. Not because you are somebody, it's because he is somebody. And when we realize who he is and who lives in us, nothing can stop you. Why look at yourself in the mirror? Why not look within yourself? You might have a job, but God has called you to above the job because he's anointed you and appointed you to do exceedingly and abundantly all that he's calling you, all that he's asking you to do. He's going to bless you. And he said, I'll teach you. I'm thinking like a tutor is going to come to my house or something. And he said, you know how I'm going to teach you something? You know the story. He said, go back to the bookstore. My mother bought me that nice fancy Bible 29 years ago. Couldn't even read it, daddy. Couldn't even read it. I started crying because my mother said, you got to put the word in you to do something for you. And I thought, oh, I'm stuck. How? What am I going to do? He said, go back to the bookstore. And I went back to the bookstore. And the lady said, oh, you're back again. I said, oh, yeah. I didn't say no more. Oh, yeah. And as I was looking for a Bible, we passed the children's section. And some of my kids back there heard that story. And I picked that Bible. Cartoons in it. I saw that big Noah's Ark on there. Ages 8 to 12. I'm 23. If I had, if, if I had known what pride was, I'd have been like, I want that fancy one. But I, I didn't even know what pride was. So I was like, yeah, that looked good. I grabbed that Bible, girl. I grabbed that Bible. I brought it home. I never told my mother. And I took that expensive Bible that she had. I put it down. And I took my cartoon Bible. I love that Bible. I loved it. And I opened it up and I was like. And the Lord said, open it. And I looked at the cartoon and he said, you see this? I was like, yeah. And then he said, you see this in the King James Thompson Bible? I said, yeah. He goes, that's what that means. You got it? I said, yeah. And I 
was smart enough. I was smart enough to take the King James Bible to church. Because I didn't want nobody saying, how many kids you got? I was smart enough for that, man. I might not have been the smartest one on the branch. But I knew that much. I was leaving that children's Bible at home. And the Lord said, if you say what I say, if you do what I do, I will change your mind and I'll make you brand new. Will you change your mind? Come on, give me some music. <laughs> I'm all by myself here. <laughs> if you will say what I say and you will do what I do, I will make you something incredible. Just do what I do. Will you change your mind? Or will you stay the same? <laughs> because God is so good and he loves you no matter what. If you just say, yes, I'm here. He'll say, come, come, let me touch, let me touch you. I'll make you brand new. <laughs> Once I died, I gave my life to the Lord, and He breathed the Holy Spirit, and He made me so much more. Oh, I love Him. I need Him. How about you? <laughs> will you say what I say And will you do what I do Oh, I got a perfect plan I got a plan just for you Oh, will you say yes Will you say yes to my plan <laughs> Ah so he said to me, if you say what I say, I'll restore your life and I'll change you and I'll make you new. He said, don't say anything other than what the word of God has to say. He goes, if you feel like you can't keep your mouth shut, because I already told you Philippians 4.13 that you what? Oh, that's weak. If this was a Patriots game. Oh, look, look, I said the painter. Yeah! <laughs> so he's waiting. So I made a decision, Benji, to not say anything unless God said it in that word. It was cartoons I was looking at. And I was saying, I won't, I'll only say this. I couldn't remember anything. And the Lord said, just say what I say. Do what I do. And I'll change your mind. Whoa. And I'll make you brand new. I made a decision right there. From that day forward, 29 years, I focused on what does God say about his superheroes? 
What is God saying about you? Are you saying what God says? Are you doing what God does? Because I'm telling you, the doors are open. You're not waiting on God. God. God's waiting on you. He said, I died on the cross. I paid a gruesome price for you. Oh, destiny's calling, it's knocking just for you. Oh, I died. I died to make you brand new. And because of that, you have no excuse. You got everything. I was reading a scripture in the Bible. I think it's the last chapter in Mark. It's the Great Commission. And he said the believers will do all these cool miracles. It says the believers. How many believers I have in a house? He said the believers will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. And the Bible says in Romans 8, it says, it says the same spirit that rose Christ Jesus from the dead is quickening your mortal body. It's in you. The same power that said, Jesus, come on, let's go. And Jesus got up and went. And I was in Brazil three years ago. Superhero. I'm undercover. <laughs> I got my little sweatshirt on, on my way to the beach, superhero at the beach. And as we got closer, I would say from probably here to the door, I didn't have my seatbelt on because I was busy putting on the lotion, protect my skin, get a little older, protecting my skin. <laughs> and I didn't have my seatbelt on. I heard the Holy Spirit say, put your seatbelt on. I said, Lord, I can see the beach from here. Somebody was driving me. But I, I know better not to argue with God. So I said, click. Put it on. And what I didn't realize is that as we were shooting across, the girl was on the phone, not paying attention. And here comes a motorcycle doing the speed limit. We hit that guy in the SUV on a motorcycle. I watched him go 20 feet up, and I didn't see him no more. And as we hit him, they, we hit him on my side. I started screaming, Lord Jesus. And my friend told me this after. Before the vehicle even stopped, I had already taken the seatbelt off, jumped out of a moving vehicle. When she told me that, I said, you're lying. She said, oh, no, girl, you did. And I jumped on the guy just over him and by this time there is about a hundred people in a circle and here's this little superhero hovering over him and praying and I just started praying in the spirit over his body I never even touched him and I could hear the Lord saying the same spirit that rose Christ Jesus is in the believer and as I was praying the guy was dead. I, I, I have CPR and all this stuff from working in the hospital. I've been around dead people. I told my mother one time, I said, this is the last time that I see a dead body and I don't do nothing about it because I know who lives in the inside of me. 
And you'll never know when an accident comes or something happens. It's not like you go into the grave and try to pull up a dead body. I always thought that it would be like something like how Jesus, Lazarus, come forth. And here he come. I always thought it was like that. It was not. It was an accident. And the guy's on the ground, not even breathing. He looked just like when you draw a dead body. His head, he landed face first. And he no movement. And I prayed. And I kept in here in the same spirit. That rose Christ Jesus is in you. Bringing a healing. Bringing a cure. And I couldn't tell you if it was a miracle. It was a work in the faith. I couldn't tell you none of that. All I know is I just started praying and I didn't stop. And it seemed like it was the longest time. Probably two minutes. And all I could hear was a foreign language. In that circle of Portuguese. And I didn't understand nothing. And everybody. And then all of a sudden, he moved his arm. And the crowd went, Because <gasps> everybody knew he was dead. They're like, this girl's wasting her time. He moved his arm. Then he moved his head. And then he got up. Got up. And walked off. He got his phone. The motorcycle is like from here to over where this guy is right here. You can smell the gasoline. His motorcycle's crunched up. And he got up and walked. We're in the last days. You have the same spirit. All you have to do is recognize who you are in Christ Jesus. Let's step up, ladies and gentlemen, the family of God, and do what God has called us. Let's not sit back not another day. It's not about me putting some pictures up there. It's about me coming and saying, what about you? What about you? What about you? Destiny is still calling, and we're going to stand before God. You know that, right? We're all going to stand before God, and he's going to say, what did you do? With the gift that I gave you Where did you go To the place I told you I equipped you I made a way Just for you That's why your fingerprints are all different That's why because you might not go where I go and I might not be able to go where you go but all of us doing something that's your happy place you're looking to be happy it's nothing like doing what God has called you to do nothing like it I don't care money can't buy that you can have money with it but when you find that happy place with God you're like woo, woo. yeah that's what I'm called to do next I can go to the worst countries and I'm like next what a smile on my face because God called me to do that. Superheroes. Will you stand and say, I'm a superhero? Will you stand today and say, you know what? I haven't really stepped up to the plate like I should have. I kind of was using all my excuses. There's no more time for excuses. All there is is time to get up and let's go. We're a family. We leave nobody behind. We love you. We need you. Will you go? Will you go with me? Will you hang with me? I love you. You can't go with me, but you can be with Jesus. What will you do when the door 
opens Will you go Or make more excuses Will you go with me Will you get in your destiny So why don't we just close our eyes Because I want to give altar call right now. If you know God has called you to do something and you haven't been stepping all the way, I'm not talking about if the water's cold, you put your little toe in there and you pull it back. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about you know God has specifically arrange for you to move into different places doing different things stepping out of your comfort zone and you haven't stepped out yet that's the first call come up now because the anointing is here for world changers the anointing is here for those who are called and know they're going places I don't care what the age is I don't care you're not too old and you're surely not too young for what God has called the second one is if you don't even have a relationship with God that's your first thing you got to come up because destiny is calling you you don't recognize it because you don't have a relationship so if that's you then you need to come up will you go where the places I tell you to go will you be what I called you to be Will you go? Will you come with me? I never said I was a singer. (laughs) I had people tell me I couldn't sing. I still don't think I can sing. But you know what? step out anyway somebody told me I couldn't sing I said you right then the Lord said you need to step out and sing I said Lord you know I can't sing he said who told you that I said well you know so and so down the street she told me that he said but I never told you that so it doesn't matter what other people have to say the only thing that matters is what is God saying to you What is God saying to you? People said you can't. They told David that he couldn't. And David said, you remember the lion and the bear? I want to just encourage myself. There was a lion and a bear that came in and scooped up the sheep. And he said, you know what I did? I just pounded it. So this obstacle is not too difficult for me because I've already more than a conqueror. But God has called. There's more people. God has called more of you up and out. You wonder why you're still in stale water? Because God's called you to living water, moving water, refreshing water. That's what he's been calling you to. You're drinking out water. You're drinking water that's been sitting outside, flies around it. I'm excited because 29 years ago, people wouldn't give me a chance. And they said, least likely to succeed. Well... Because of Jesus Christ, how you like me now? See? 
Some believed for me, but a lot didn't believe for me. But with Christ, you're beautiful. With Christ, ooh, can't touch this, oh, hammer time. Can't touch this. Enemy comes, can't touch this. Destiny's calling, you can't touch my destiny because I know who I am in Christ. And I know I'm a superhero. Because the world is looking for the believers to stand up and say, is there a God? And you say, yes, there is. Yes, there is. Oh, yes, there is. So I might not go line upon line. That isn't what God called me to do. If I need to, I can. But I just go by whatever God say, I just do it. I'm like, oh, God, I'm shaking. He's like, that's okay. Long as you listen to me, long as you are obediently, it's the key. Will you be willing and obedient? Will you be? See, some people are willing, they're not obedient. And some are obedient, but they're just like, fine, okay, I'll come. And they come. No, it's the heart. It's a hard thing. You have a tender heart and you say, I missed it, God. And you know what he says? You know I love you. I love you to death. Nothing can separate me from the love I have for you. Oh, I love you. Oh, yes, I love you. And that's what I love about God. No matter how many times I miss it, he's right there. Like this. Right there. Right there. There. So I'm going to pray. So if you, if you don't mind just closing your eyes while I pray for them, I'll take five minutes and we're out. Oh, and people still coming, so maybe I start down this thing.